0: Good evening. Welcome to the Laughing Monkey Music Show. Today we have Sam Bamond. How are you doing, man? What's up? I'm good. How are you, man? Good. I know you're in a few different bands. You're most known for being in Fast and Pussycat, a legendary or yeah. legacy or classic band that I've been a big fan of and spoke to many members, past and present. Um, yeah, I've seen so your interviews
1: with uh, Greg and Brent. Yeah, it's awesome. Yep. We, have a, uh, we have a new single coming out in less than two weeks now. So oh. it comes out on May 21st. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's really exciting, you know, for me personally to be a part of the band's legacy and to, you know, to have gotten to work with Tammy like that. And it, it's really cool.
0: Oh, okay, So you're in a couple other bands, though. A Let's
1: couple, those yeah. nice First,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. Why do you go over some of the ones you're in, your more active ones?
1: Uh, one band is called Butterside. Yes, I've uh, been playing with them for about three, four years. Four years, I think. Well, it started, yeah, started a little over four years ago, but more seriously in the band about uh, three or four years. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, we just had a record come out at the end of March. That was, you know, a pretty long process to get together and and get out, but uh, that's out. It's called Spiritual Violence, and. We're working on new stuff. We're working on our third record, actually, right now. We started by recording four new songs with kind of a, a pretty modern producer guy. His name's Matt Good. He works with, like, Asking Alexandria and Butcher Babies and bands that are kind of in that vein of uh, heavy rock. And uh, started recording a, a third record and pretty proud of how that's gone so far. So that's that's one band.
0: That's, that's pretty fast. To put done. an album out, you already starting working on another one?
1: Well kind of. I mean that other album has been done for a while. Like I recorded it quite a long time ago. And it just there was all these different things that took a while to get it out. Like past band members. We we had a lineup change and a couple other things. Kind of slowed it down for a couple of years. But
0: I hear you. You guys are pretty good. I heard some I heard some clips online, I was checking you guys out prior, the other stuff, so that's pretty cool. Um how are you gonna when, as COVID is changing and opening up, people are starting to play out now. How are you, you going to be able to play out with them and do faster boosting cat and do like how does that work?
1: Um, kind of figure it out as I go. <laughs> um, the, I love to I, ask people
0: like you guys are like a lot of bands, and I love to ask like how does that work? Because I can't get my kids to school, and then the other thing I can't get that coordinated. I couldn't imagine having multiple schedules.
1: Yeah, the the coordination gets a little difficult, but at the same time. I mean, I started playing in bars when I was like twelve and then started playing in all different cover bands back home and I always had at least like somewhere from ten to twelve different bands that was always kind of like putting putting stuff in here and putting stuff in there so uh, for me i don't I don't like to be sitting around and not doing anything. I gotta constantly be working or writing or playing or something oh so, yeah, there's been uh, studio stuff with butterside studio stuff with faster pussycat studio stuff with an artist named Dorothy studio stuff with more bands on the side even other than that um, and yeah i I like working in both environments both the live environment and the studio environment because studio is fun to just kind of you know try to make some some cool stuff happen at least try <laughs> to you know try to make some noises come out of the guitar and uh, then Live is just that's the the payoff afterwards is getting to play everything live.
0: So, so Dorothy is the other one, right? Yes, you said yes, do you write for that one, or is that are you just a guitar player?
1: That I kind of just started with, and honestly, I haven't even played a show with her because of COVID. So, uh, you know, kind of looking to see what happens with that. I do know that I recorded some songs for her record that's supposed to come out this year. and. Uh, just kind of, you know, seeing what happens with that. But I just started working with her basically, right, uh, right at the beginning of the pandemic. Then we worked a little together during the pandemic, and then, like I said, I haven't even played a show yet.
0: So, are you able to write in all these bands, or do you have different? Or each should have a different role. Like, you play music. One band you kind of write. One band, you know what I'm saying? All of them. Yeah. I mean, Butterside is is I mainly get to write for so mm-hmm.
1: now now going forward uh and so um with faster yeah I've written some stuff for for Tami. I've written like four or five ideas so far that are kind of the stuff that we've been working on is stuff that he's kind of had and he's kind of been
0: yeah. working
1: on so and then you know with Dorothy I wrote with her uh one or two times before uh none of that we didn't end up using any of that stuff but it kind of started that that thing of seeing, you know, seeing how people work and yeah, yeah.
0: So. Well, I, I think it's gonna be kind of interesting because it's very eclectic. As we talk about all three at once, yeah, that's supposed to again how the sound and It sounds like you're kind of leaning back to it a little bit, but not much, like it's a balancing act. And then, and then you're, you know, so each band is different sounding. And if you're writing for different bands, you're doing different things, which can be kind of yeah. fun and challenging if you're doing it at the same time, you know.
1: I completely enjoy that kind of thing because I like all kinds of rock. So I like, I like stuff that's super heavy and tuned down to be. And then I like stuff that's like, you know, super stonesy or super classic rock ish. And then I like the super industrial kind of thing. I like, I like stuff all over the map. So okay. it's, it's always kind of fun to try to be able to draw from different stuff to different Different things, you know. I want to be able to on the spot. Uh, if Tammy wants something that sounds like Nine Inch Nails, you know, pull out something that sounds like Nine Inch Nails. But then at the same time, be able to do something that's kind of stonesy or you know, there's yeah. there, there's all different stuff everywhere.
0: Well, that's a good. Well, yeah, he's he's actually done a lot of different sounds that so gives you a lot more choices too for creativity. He's the king yeah of having different sounds, so that's pretty cool. Um, Completely. So to freeze on that thought, just into a lot of different stuff, what would be your five albums, your five go-to albums? Like to define you. I didn't tell you in advance, so I wanted you to think about it. I didn't really think about it off the top of your head.
1: Yes. Okay, so one the number one is is right there. It's on my wall. It's it's dirt by Alice and Chains. Yeah. That's Alice and Chains is my favorite band of all time, ever. Uh so there's that. Um another one that uh some people are kind of like Surprised to hear sometimes is, uh, three days grace, one x. Mm-hmm. I come my. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, originally, and I started playing guitar when I was ten. And then when I got, you know, there's like two radio stations there for rock. There's the classic rock that plays mm-hmm. all classic rock, and then there's the alternative station. And I really got more into that kind of music, where it was like three days grace and shine down and bands like mm-hmm. that. So, uh. 1x by 3 days grace definitely influences my riffs and mm-hmm. and a lot of that kind of stuff. Um mastermind by monster magnet monster magnet nice. like
0: uh, my cool. second yep. favorite band ever. Um, I've never heard anybody say that before that's pretty awesome. I like monster yeah. magnet too. So it's that's a criminally underrated band. So
1: completely completely everything that they do I'm just like that's awesome. And then come to find out uh, their guitar player, Ed, had played a couple leads on the Glory Hole record. So it's pretty fun getting nice. to play some of
0: his parts too. Some of his parts? Well, maybe someday he can play some of yours. You can play with them a little bit, <laughs> uh, you know?
1: So, okay. So there's there's three. Yep. Uh, this, is, this is a little more difficult off the top of my head. I've done something like this before, but um, right now I'm going to say... I'm going to say uh libertad by velvet revolver yeah because that's a you know combining stp and gnr into one thing you know so that's interesting that
0: album over the over the first one
1: i love the first one too but uh when i was growing up the i got the second one so that the second one was kind of my introduction to the band yeah interesting um and then for f- fifth, uh, <laughs> I'd have to say uh, Sound of Madness, I guess, by Shine Down because that was a really mm-hmm. big one. That was a really big one when I was
0: growing up also. That's a good, the opening track is just ridiculous. That's like the best song ever. Ridiculous. Oh,
1: yeah, so I got off the top of my head, light that's myself. what I gotta
0: say. Oh, those are good, those are good. I just like to do it off the top of my head, just kind of spontaneous. I, like that. You know I, mean? I told you, we just going kind out of had a roll with it today. With Faster Pussycat, do you know, to get into Faster Pussycat, do you know about Faster Pussycat first? Like Not really
1: too much. So, like, I, I've had heard of the band, and then I was good friends, or am good friends with Ace, who was their former mm-hmm. guitar like, player, it. Yep. and yeah, Ace Vaughn Johnson, and I had seen them at a couple festival shows. Like, I mm-hmm. was playing with Gabby Ray, and we would do a lot of those same festivals like M three and there was like Hair Nation and a few other yeah. things, and but other than that, I had just kind of been familiar with a song or two, so I didn't really know the music beforehand.
0: Um, it's but, it's not an uncommon thing nowadays, though. Sorry, I didn't mean to step on you when you're talking. It's because the younger yeah. generation and as, as artists are, are fluctuating coming in, and everyone has a different sound when they're learning, growing up. Yeah, it just wasn't in your wheelhouse at the time. There's other bands too. They're like they want a band, and it's like, oh, do you like it? She's like, no, actually, I hated that band before I got asked to be in it. So I mean, it's you know, and growing sort of, up
1: when I was growing up when I was playing in in bars and stuff, there wasn't anybody like playing at right. least where I'm from. There wasn't that wasn't this kind of songs we were were playing. I mean, I've I've I had learned a lot of songs, but uh, that you know, faster pussy get wasn't really on the radar. And now that I've been with the band. Come to find out there's so many people like back home that are like, oh my God, I love that band, you know? And, uh, but yeah, I, you know, really when I was getting into it, I was like, man, this is just really some really great music and this is going to be really fun to play.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's just really a fun good rock
0: and roll band. It's kind of like, you know, a Rolling Stones type of some scarf and some, you know, a little different, you know, for the times, a little, a little more fun. Uh, so yeah. yeah, I mean, you, you kind of scored big on a couple of different things. You kind of got the both worlds. The
1: all the you know, I love playing the the old school parts. I love what Greg and Brent did. You know, the parts are, are great, you know, the riffs are great, the leads are great, and I just try to, you know, try to play them like the way that they were written and then, you know, maybe be able to do take a liberty here and there with a yep. couple things.
0: I'm looking forward to this because if you saw the other shows, what I think they're talking about is like the first one. You know, Greg felt was more of a demo, but I really loved the rawness of the punkness of it. Yeah. And then, you know, and then, uh, where's the whip? You know, when it came out, the second one came out, you're like, oh, it's like a brand new band. The production, the songs, you're totally like, it's, it's a billion times different. Yeah. But fantastic. And then the third album, a lot of people, it was like it mixed emotions. I loved it. I loved it. And I was it. like, oh, where are we going with this? Where are we going with this next? And that's, of course, when the record label kind of went off the tracks. So to see, you know, a full band back together again, with, a, with an audience that's much more willing, I think the last time they did an album was a while back in the the field was is loving for rock as while back so yeah
1: the last record was was quite a while ago. It came out in two thousand and six, and you know i think uh I think at least I hope everybody's going to like the new stuff. I think it's something different that uh the fans haven't heard before, and I think that um there's a really good amount of old school and new school, but not, you know, not really kind of leaning too much on the industrial thing. There's elements of stuff here and there on certain songs, but like, you know, it's just trying to is, ultimately I, trying to make stuff that you know that Tammy thinks is cool and that you know he has to be stoked about it first.
0: Well, the thing is, he's never done the same album. No, he has not in any of his projects. and any of his, projects, so like to think. I don't know. Like, to me, I'm expecting, I'm excited just to hear what, what comes out. There's a big audience now for rock, you know, the revival. Yeah. We were, so, like, it's, it, it was kind of like, you know, back into it. So, it's really kind of cool is like, if someone goes, oh, it doesn't sound like Festus Pussycat, I'm like, dude, have you listened to every single album? You know, even the first three sound like totally different bands. You know, they each have a new sound.
1: Well, so, to they say it all... doesn't sound like
0: or Pussycat, you know yeah
1: i mean even even back then i've seen in interviews where they were talking about how they were still kind of even learning their instruments back then so each one just got progressively better because they just got to be progressively better musicians and everything just evolved
0: well that's the thing it's funny i mean the first one's yeah. just like really they just were throwing everything together and it's such a classic great album but then, the, yeah you know that's the first one the second one so like i said this is gonna be good it's gonna be good your input in it it's gonna you know, anything with his voice on it is really ends up being fast to pussy out anyhow. So, that's pretty cool. So, yeah. with that being said, you are getting quite a name for yourself as the guitar guy, the young guitar slinger, you know, in, in, in a good in a good way. Um, on a daily basis, how much you practice? Like, what are you doing for uh, routine? I mean, because you're doing studio work too, so you gotta you're probably playing a lot more guitar now, but if you're not, do you have a, a balance like busy day, not day, have a
1: I'm really bad about practicing. I mean, I'll play a lot, but like really kind of sitting with like a, a, a metrodome and running scales. That's not, I don't really do that kind of thing. The most I just kind of, I'm always kind of working with sounds and kind of, you know, messing as I'm looking with the pedal at the pedal board that I spent seven hours making the other day. Uh, it's, you know, I'm doing a lot of, I do a lot of demoing. So I guess the most my practicing kinda is kind of recording and always trying to get even more accurate at playing along to a click and stuff like that. Um and always just kind of trying to find new weird licks and stuff. So I'm not yeah. always really sitting here to trying to run scales and be able to do like Ingve stuff even
0: though it'd be great well, you don't to be need to it's that. just, it's more, no. just more of a general question you know there's a wrong answer i like to know part of the process is like, you know, the same thing like is like when you're writing songs yeah. like you know it's like you know steve I says, like i have a guitar everywhere in my house so if i have a melody i can think about it. i, I imagine that like, playing in my head like everyone has a different way of doing it yeah so i just like to see like what your process is you know
1: yeah i'll just kind of sit and try to find a riff that you know hopefully sounds cool or sounds different and try to make uh, just try to think of a sound in my head and then try to make it come out of the guitar really so Mm -hmm. whatever whatever that takes to do whether it's like an ebo whether it's just making some noise and doing some crap whether it's tuning the low string on the new faster pussycat song that comes out on may 21st 2021 uh you know there's even uh, a talk box part that it's doubled, and the song's in drop D. So there's a talk box part, but then for the second one, I just randomly decided to tune the low string down to like G, because, you know, going into the pre-chorus, it, it goes to to G, so, mm-hmm. you know, it hits like a low G along with the the fretted G. So it's so weird stuff like that. I always just try no, that's really that's this. really
0: cool. I think I think that's really cool. I I, I can imagine Tammy you know, feels the influence because you have a different aspect of coming in, the experience your age and your background. But clearly going to the Guitar Guitar Institute, right, and you have a a huge wealth of proper music knowledge also. You can kind of blend it, which really makes music pretty interesting, you know.
1: I try to combine. I did go to... The reason I moved to LA was to go to college for music and I got a bachelor's degree from Musicians Institute. So I try to combine understanding things with just like doing weird and wacky things on guitar and then with Tammy, especially Mm -hmm. it's it's always just you know just trying to do something you know when he's like oh that's i don't know if i can curse but he he's like if it's yeah that's fucking cool you know when he's like oh that's fucking cool and it's it feels pretty cool or if he has an idea you know i just want it to be super easy and it's it should hopefully be really easy and not super hard and so if he has an idea for like a melody or something i just try to make it come out of the guitar and then think like oh if this needs some kind of effect that just kind of pops in my head too
0: that's great because like i said because of how the album's all been different and i've loved that And knowing your background so talking to you as we talk more about like it's real exciting because it's like oh you know what i mean the potential for the old and new mixing Creating, there's definitely a really. C-
1: I, I really do want people to know there definitely is a old school vibe for sure. I know that's something that a lot of people, you know, miss because of you know the last record what what was done. I personally love the Glory Hole record, but I just you know because I just love all different kinds of rock. And well, stuff, as I do, so. I mean
0: I like the Newly deads too, but I think yeah. the people that, but the people that but a lot of people didn't like it that were steadfast but they but those are usually the same people like the first two footsteps albums and and yeah. thought they and didn't like the third one as much because you know what, for the people like, uh, for
1: the for the people that like the first and second record there are songs coming down the line that are certainly in the old school realm that cool. that people are really going to dig and the first one you know i think is a really hearty amount of old and new school but not not the kind of new school that people weren't really into you know, because I, I read, I, I run the band's social media, so I always read what people are saying, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, you know, they weren't so crazy about Glory Hole, but they were like, oh, but I like number one with a bullet, so it's like, okay, well, the things that people like, I think are going to be present in the Carried stuff over. that's coming.
0: That's good. Yeah. That's quite a website, though, for for a band. A lot of oh, bands it's... are either hit or miss with being active. That one's loaded.
1: Yeah, Tammy's got a, a great web guy.
0: Yeah. It's great. You got a lot of a lot of old and lot of live music on there too. It's kinda of cool. I like that. Links to the videos and stuff. Kinda of fun. Right? Thank you, dude. Peace, brother. Bye.